Hello and welcome to episode 16, season 2 of the Failsafe Fitness Podcast. My name is Michael Joshua. I am the owner and CEO of Failsafe Fitness Limited. And over the next half an hour or so, we are going to be talking about these topics. Reasons why to do the dead bug, not only uh, for the general population, but if you're an athlete or a golfer, why these dead bugs and a couple more exercises are going to be beneficial to you as a person, as well as the, that exercise, we're going to add in the, another exercise, which is designed not to basically break your back whilst you're trying to do strengthen your core. We are going to go into the second part of the 10 ways to cut calories from your diet. We're also going to look at the third and final part of Breaking 90. And these are multiple tips this week. Last week was fairly simple. Know your yardages. Get yourself an app. They're free on your phone. Get yourself some kind of measuring device that's going to give you your distances. And that's going to give you a benefit of how far you're hitting your clubs. This week, we're going to go into the final couple of things I think you'll need on top of that to start breaking 90. And of course, we have our blog post, which again is based all around the dead bug and why you should be doing it. And if you do want to do that exercise, there are three or four different variations of that. You can go and take a look at the blog. And that's it. That's what we're going to be discussing this week. My week has been uh, has been a fantastic one. Uh, for very very busy, a lot of happy clients. I know a couple of guys on Monday uh, came back to me. One of them said they were they'd shot their lowest score of the year, which is always nice to see. So when they're shooting, you know, high sort of breaking, you know, one ten, one fifteen, and they come down to one o two. They hadn't broken a hundred yet, and they've knocked twelve shots off a round by just taking the time, using the routines and the techniques that I've given them in in coaching. Uh, that's fantastic to hear, and it's good that as a performance coach, their performance is getting better. So they'll be breaking a hundred by the end of this month. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, another client had a really bad ball striking day. We worked on a few things, and we decided that. Okay, it's just not going to be your day. You've got a brand new set of irons in the bag. You've got to get used to them. There are a couple of swing weights heavier than the ones you had before. So, you know, it's just a case of you, you're going to have to get used to swinging those irons, feeling the weights. We worked on some release drills, and then they went away and went and shot 40. So, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. A few new clients this week as well. Uh, a couple of personal training clients are, are coming in. They're cutting it fine. They're going away uh, end of August. So they've got about eight weeks. It's going to be quite intense. Not too sure how good or bad they're going to be away from the gym. But they're putting the effort in in the gym and that's what I like to see. And hopefully they can stick to the nutrition plan or the nutrition or dietary recommendations that we, we uh, discussed. And, and they can hit their goals, which would be, which would be great. Also, my performance is very up and down. So, club championship, I shot 80. So, par, par, par 70 golf course when it's on the club championship. So, I was 10 over 
total. Um, not great for me, not a great performance. It's my best round. I didn't break 80. I wanted to break 80 and didn't. Um, still looking for only my fifth break, break 80 uh, in a while. Uh, I've just not been playing well off the tee. I think if you've been listening over the last few weeks, it's been a, a two-way miss and I've been still on that tee kind of almost with the driver yips i didn't want to pull pull the trigger on the driver because i don't know where it's going i've managed to figure that out work it out work my way through it went on the range uh, came home did a little bit of work on the simulator and I'm, I'm through it now um i still hit the bad odd bad one off the tee but i've calmed it down trying to just hit it swing it a bit smoother uh, finding fairways finding greens and i'm still putting and chipping as, as good as i've ever been so yeah, that's been my week. Um, I, I 80 was the lowest score. I mean, a lot of our members at Himley Golf Club are quite old. So, you know, I actually got beaten by the youngest member of the golf club. Uh, which, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's been my week. It's been really good. A couple of new clients as well on the golf side. Um it's interesting to see how many people are struggling to release the golf club. So they're either chicken winging, holding, trying to hold on to the face angle and chicken winging, or they've got the ball position so far back in the stance because they don't want it to go left. That it's so far back in the stance that they can't, they just don't, they're so steep into the ball. They get stuck and, uh, are basically just blocking everything right because they can't close the club face. It's crazy. So a lot of release drills have been done this week and a lot of people have got managed to start striking irons that they haven't been able to hit well for a while. So that's that's rewarding as a coach to see and thank you very much and long may this continue for most of my clients. But we'll get straight into it, shall we? Um, blog post, uh, reasons why to do the dead bug. Now, this is going to lead into the exercise of the week, which is one of them is going to be the dead bug. So go take a look at it. Uh, core stability is different to core strength, but core stability also benefits strength in terms of your core. This, is, this isn't an exercise about building a six-pack. This is an exercise about building core stability. So being able to move and appropriate your body into positions where you're not just falling over all the time. And the dead bug is one of the very best exercises you can do. So go take a, a read at the blog post. If you're a golfer or you're getting a little bit older, it's not and also an exercise that's not going to destroy your back. So, you know, you can lie on the floor, you can do this exercise. There are two or three variations, easier and harder, on the blog post. Go take a read at felsafefitness.weebly.com. Uh, link is in the description. It's going to be very interesting. So leading into exercise of the week, it is going to be the dead bug. So the dead bug, basically you're going to lie on the floor with your back on the floor, and you're going to pretend to be like a dog with his knees up. So you have your knees up in the air, feet at 90 degrees, arms straight out in front of you. And all you're going to do is, so for instance, left leg or left heel, well, you'll straighten that left leg out 
touch the heel to the floor and the back of the palm back of the right hand will touch the floor behind your head and you bring them back together and then swap and do the other side and then swap again and you'll do 8 to 10 10 to 15 reps per side take a minute's break and do that two or three times and that exercise isn't going to stress your back out but it's going to give you a lot of core stability and obviously especially as a golf coach core stability is also going to help you have some balance and going to help you time up your swing because you're going to be able to rotate through that core faster giving you some speed through the ball and it's also going to make you not want to go onto your toes or your heels your, your core is going to be stabilized whilst you rotate round that center to give you the best opportunity to hit the ball further and straighter the second exercise of the week which is also a, an abs an abdominal exercise a core exercise is the opposite of a day bug so instead of lying on your back you're going to get on all fours and you're going to put one hand out in front of your so left hand for instance is going to be straight out in front of you and then your right leg is going to be straight out behind you and then you're going to swap so these aren't putting massive loads of stress like a deadlift or you know a weighted cable uh, crunch it's not putting any stress on the back it's going to stabilize those core muscles so it's more of a stabilizer exercise so dead bug or bird dog those two exercises are the exercise of the week they're great to do at the end of a session they definitely should be added into a program somewhere along the line uh, and if you're struggling with deadlifts and things like that and you're struggling to add some extra weight because you just don't feel like you can pull up do these for about four to six weeks and then go see if you can go and hit yourself a PR because these little stabilizer exercises I mean time under tension as well so I don't want you just throwing your arms and legs out I want them to be sort of a one two three touch one two three back to the middle one two three touch one two three back to the middle if you can do that at the one two three tempo then you're going to have a seriously stable core in in a very short amount of time and that ladies and gents is your exercise of the week go do it go read the blog uh, you'll find it very very interesting promo time then people i know i don't i i love doing these little promos and the promo is still on so if you are having any lessons or you do want any golf lessons over the next few months we've got three of these left now so it's a pressure putt trainer that pressure putt trainer is worth about 30 pounds so for every person who books a lesson who comes to short game sundays their name gets in a hat or a little wheel like i did last time and you can win yourself one of these pressure putt trainers so it's a little plastic cup that you can fold in half put it in your golf bag you can train in the kitchen in the living room in the bedroom wherever the hell you're at you can use this to improve your putting it's certainly something that's helped me with my putting over the last year or so it's got a lot better 
and it will definitely help you so if you are going to book any lessons with me links are in the description whether you book online at the square.com site or you get in contact with me at the weebly.com site or phone or email we can book you some lessons get yourselves in 20 pounds an hour that's all I'm charging I'm a performance coach no PGA stupid amounts of money need to be spent by me so it's 20 pounds an hour come and see me we will sort your game out and you might get a chance at winning one of these pressure putts straight into your nutrition tip of the week though a little series that I started last week so last week we discussed uh, switching to low fat or no fat dairy products this week's a little bit of an interesting one now no matter how you slice it red meat is red meat so cholesterol saturated fat and all that jazz but if you take a, an extra few minutes or hour or so to stew your beef or your lamb or your pork rather than broiling it or roasting it you can skim a lot of high calorie fat um, just make the stew then stick it in the fridge for a couple of hours and that layer of fat that hardens on the top you can spoon that off so every tablespoon of pure fat subtracts 100 calories from your dinner and yes you should also cut off most of the visible fat in that lamb or pork or beef before you pre prepare your stews and if you do that but the same again for every um, tablespoon of fat that you cut off before you prepare it that's the same hundred calories saving and also of course if you're gonna instead of just having a, a steak and some vegetables at least if you cut your steaks or a couple of steaks up um, <coughs> or diced beef cut it and dice it and chuck it in a stew you're gonna have meals for a couple of days so you've got a, a little bit of meal prep that you can take all those healthy vegetables as well so you know your carrots your parsnips onion whatever you've got in there are also going to benefit you in terms of uh, nutrition and mineral minerals that you require so that's the tip of the week this week is you know instead of just having a, a plain old steak with some fries or plain steak and some vegetables turn that steak or that lamb or that pork into a nice stew pork stew you know lamb stew cut as much of that fat off as you can before you put it into your stew if you want to let it go hard and you, you scoop some of the fat off afterwards great per tablespoon you're going to save 100 calories but also the benefits of having basic meal prep you can just dice that meat up dice your vegetables up throw it in in, in, in a pan with some you know gravy etc and then you have a, a meal or meals for the next day if not the next couple of days that is your nutrition tip for this week finally we are on the last part of golf breaking 90 now these are going to be a couple of tips one of them you've definitely heard before 
So over the last uh, couple of weeks, you know, we've gone down the, you know, get your swing you app. Um, make sure that you're trying to swing smoothly. And there's a couple of release drills that I've been doing. So feel like you're, you know, just feet together, swing that golf club, feel how the club goes through the, goes through impact and then hit a few shots and make sure that you're releasing, allowing that club to release through the ball. Last week was obviously having some kind of measuring device, whether that be a watch or your or a free app on your phone, to know a how far you're hitting a golf ball and b how far you've got to go to hit a golf ball. Makes a big difference. And this week is the final two two tips for break ninety, so it's two for one this week. And basically, the first one is practice. I mean, obviously. You've been playing, you've been playing, you've been playing, you've probably been going to the range, you've broken 100, and now you're sitting at around, you know, somewhere between the 92 and the 98 mark. So you're breaking 100 on the regular. You've now got a list of yardages that you know what irons you hit from or hit to. So many players that do go to the range practice things they already do well. So if they are already hit their driver quite well they'll probably hit 20 or 30 drivers because that's something they hit well so what you should be doing while you're on the range is that if you have a have a miss whether that be a, a block or a slice what i want you to do is go to the opposite end of the range so if you tend to hit a big duck hook uh duck hook left for instance as a right hander what i want you to do is pick the bay nearest the left hand side of that range and what I want you to do is learn teach yourself how to hit a fade how to hit it away from that duck hook or the opposite if you're a slicer I want you to try and sit there with a seven iron or a six iron or an eight iron and try and hit a draw figure it out because the sooner you do that the more tools you'll have in your arsenal to hit around the golf course. So that's the first one, practice drills. So make sure that you're practicing the things that you don't do well. You shouldn't be going to the driving range going, well, I love my driver, I love my hybrid, and I love my pitching wedge. And you shouldn't just be taking those three clubs that you love that you can already hit well to the driving range and calling that a good session. Because if you can't hit your three wood for toffee, you can't hit your four iron off the deck, and you can't hit, you know, your nine iron straight, or at least, you know, X yardage, go and work on those. Because at some point you're going to need to hit those shots, you're going to need to hit those clubs. So go practice the things that you can't do. You'll figure it out. And the more you figure it out, the more often you try and figure it out, the more often your body will find a way instinctively on the golf course to go, oh, I can hit this slice fade, or I can, you know, there's a lot of trouble to the left-hand side of me. My, my miss is definitely a duck hook, but you've, you've taught yourself how to hit this low bullet fade on the driving range. It's going to be beneficial to you, so go and do it. The second thing this week, and the final thing to help you break 90, is 
balls. So, test a variety of golf balls. And I've mentioned this before. It's one thing that, you know, I see people, a couple of people have come to lessons to me over the last month or so. And we've gone to do some short game stuff. And I said, okay, so what balls have you got? And they pull out like a Strixon AD333. They've pulled out a Titleist Pro V1. And they've pulled out, I don't know, like a Titleist Truefield. And I'm like, well, okay, so which one of these three balls do you play most of the time? And they go, what are you talking about? I'm like, what am I talking What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, which one of those, which do you play a Pro V1? Do you play the True Feel? Or do you play the Top Flight? Or Slazenger? And they're like, well, uh, I don't have a ball. I just pick one out of my bag. Uh, okay <laughs> so listen to me very carefully those people who want to break 90 breaking 100 you're probably losing more balls than you'd like so once you're breaking 100 regularly your next step is to break 90 and breaking 90 you need to have some consistency so you've already got the ability you can get it off the tee and you can get it jot it around the golf course to break 100 to break 90, to shoot, you know, one a hole, you know, one over a hole on most golf courses or less, get yourself a par or two in there. You need to be practicing things you don't do well. You need to most definitely have some kind of measuring device, whether that be, you know, your watch, phone etc know your yardages and the third and final piece of the thing there are only there you know there are only sort of three things that you can keep consistent one is the clubs that you use two is the golf glove that you use and three is is the most important thing you'll need to play golf is a ball so test a variety of golf balls Find the one that gives you the best blend of distance, which is generally a firmer cover golf ball or a firmer compression golf ball, and a little bit more control. So if you're kind of like me, I'm not one of the longest guys on the golf course. I Don't get me wrong, I can, I can get it about quite comfortably. But on a few occasions, you know, long par fives, long par fours, I do occasionally tend to leave it short. We all tend to leave it a little bit short so if you're someone who has to take three shots on a five on a 450 yard par four to get it to the green and you know you've got to get it up and down you're probably going to need to look at a little bit more control around the green so a higher spin rate due to either a softer cover or a lower compression so i tend to go it's really weird i tend to go somewhere between the 70 and 85 compression range so I quite like a tailor-made distance plus golf ball in the winter, which is around 70, I think it's about 77 compression. Two-piece golf ball, a little bit of a firmer cover, but the soft core still allows me in and around greens to, to get it stopped reasonably quickly in the winter. And they're quite inexpensive. And then through the summer, I tend to play a little bit more expensive urethane cover golf ball, 
which for the last couple of years has been the uh, Wilson Professional, uh, which they, they've they now scrapped, and now it's Wilson Triad. Um, and at an extra 15 quid a box, I haven't bought any. So I actually switched to Bridgestone. So Bridgestone tend to do about two boxes for about 50 quid. Um, and I've tried some Vice this year, which I may switch to next year permanently. I might go to Vice Pro, Vice Pro or Vice um, Pro Plus, something like that. Um, but yeah, the the only other, you know, there are two things that you can keep consistent. One is the clubs that you use, and the one that's most important is the ball. So if you hit like a Slazenger off the tee, which is quite light and firm, uh, but doesn't have very good spin, and you lose it off the tee, then you're hitting a Pro V1. Completely different golf ball. You know, three, sometimes even four-piece golf ball, depending on Pro V1 or Pro V1X. That ball is going to feel and react very differently. It's going to create some more spin off your irons. It's definitely going to, it might even create a bit more distance off the lung stuff. So keeping the ball consistent, making sure there are plenty, 8333 is a very, you know, breaking 90, that's the ball I would use quite a lot to break 90. And once I was breaking 90 on the regular between sort of 85 and 90, I then switched into a, a little bit more of a higher performing performance ball in the Wilson. But, you know, once you get to know your golf ball, you know how it's going to react off a chip. You know how it's going to react off a, a high lofted wedge. You know how it's going to react if you hit it with a, a long iron off the tee, etc., etc. So, you know, practice the things that you don't know. And the probably one of the most important things in breaking 90 is keeping the consistency of golf ball. Pick a golf ball that you like. Pick a golf ball that you don't mind losing a few, because at 90 you're still going to lose a few. Trust me, I'm breaking, you know, I'm breaking 85. I'm breaking 80 pretty regularly these days, and I'm shooting 40s and below, 38 to 40, 42 most of the time. So I'm, I'm two to five over par most of the time. And I still lose a few golf balls, and it does kind of grieve me that I'm sending a golf ball that's cost four quid out of bounds. But you've just got to accept that. If you can't afford to lose, you know, eight quids worth of golf balls every time you play 18 holes, then you need to look at a different golf ball as long as it's a reasonably priced golf ball and not unreasonably uh, performing too. And that's the final tip for breaking 90 so it's been a short and sharp one this week uh, just under half an hour a quick recap of the show so go to the blog go and take a look at why you should be doing dead bugs also exercises of the week two ab exercises that aren't going to kill your back one is the dead bug two is the bird dog so dead bug you lie on the floor on uh, with all fours in the air Opposite arm, opposite leg, touch the floor, and back to the middle, and etc., etc. Bird dog is the other way round. So you turn over and pretend you're on all fours, and then opposite arm, opposite leg. And those will strengthen your core, relieve some of lower back pain, 
they are amazing exercises go do them nutrition tip of the week is if you like a steak or a pork chop or a lamb chop why don't you turn that into a stew you can cut some of the fat off that steak you can make meals for an entire day out of a simple steak or a simple couple of lamb or pork chops you can also get some of those essential nutrients and for all the fat that you can spoon off that stew after it's cooled down you per tablespoon you will save yourself 100 calories promo lessons obviously 20 pound a lesson come and see me uh, Himley Hall Golf Center uh, we have links in the description to get in touch with me to book that everyone who books a lesson again this month will get a chance to win a pressure putt trainer and of course these are the last couple of tips for you to break 90 make sure that your balls are consistent so no hitting a pro v1 and then a slazenger and then a wilson duo soft pick one of those three balls and buy a whole bunch of them I don't even care if they're lake balls if you're breaking 90 because you're still going to lose some but they're going to be about half the price they would originally and you're still going to get some pretty decent performance out of them. And the final tip is if you're good at hitting your driver and your 7 iron and your pitching wedge don't take them to the range. Work on your 3 wood and your hybrid and your 4 iron and your 7 iron and your 9 iron. Work on those things that you cannot hit. If you're struggling with your lung game, don't go taking seven, nine, and sand wedge to the driving range. Take your four, five, and six iron and figure it out. Do some release drills. Check your alignment. Check how you are at impact with some videos. Make sure you're doing things that are going to make you better on the golf course. Because doing things that you can already do off the golf course is only going to make you worse at the things you can't do. And that's pretty much it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed those tips. But a very quick one this week. It'll probably be a quick one next week as well. Tune in for episode 3 of your 10 ways to cut calories on your nutrition. Also, we will be looking at three things you can do to help you break 80 so once you've got all those things from break 100 and then break 90 we're going to look at over the next three weeks how you can break 80 thank you very much have a great week everybody thank you for listening bye bye